the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Martin Luther King Day intruded on our typical weekly visit on Monday at 1230 with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management. So we'll get our Money Monday segment in today on a Thursday. Glad to have Josh with us. Make sure you're listening to the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. Friday night at 7 and then Saturday at noon. So Josh, let's start with something we talked about on the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show last week where the change in minimum required distributions. In other words, if you're retired, you now can wait longer to take money out of that, correct? Uh, Correct. And minimum required distributions are essentially the government's way of saying you've been postponing uh, your tax liability because we put money into 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, uh, large in part on a tax, uh, pre-tax basis. It grows tax deferred. And then at some point, you have to take that money out to live on, uh, but you do pay or have the ability, potential to pay taxes, depends on the tax bracket on the time, at the time. And they've kicked that a couple of times now. Uh, originally, it was 70 and a half. You had to start taking those funds out whether you wanted them or not. Then they kicked it to 72, and now with the Secure Act 2.0, it's 73 working its way all the way up to age 75 by, I believe it was 2035. Okay, so... I'm suspicious when the government does something and they tell me that it is for my benefit, because I always think "Mm, it's probably a little bit, at least for your benefit, too. And I saw a story this week that said if you push taking that retirement, that portion of your retirement out and you keep putting more money in, you'll be possibly at a point where what you're taking out combined with Social Security or whatever else that money might be more taxable or more more likely to be taxed, is what I'm saying. More likely to be taxed, because when you take it out, you'll be over the income limits that help you avoid paying tax on it. Does that fall in line with uh, at least a possible scenario? Yeah, I mean, it's a possible scenario. You know, I think we're tinfoil hatting maybe a little bit and thinking the government's trying to, you know, do that. Maybe they are. I mean, I'm, I'm certainly conspiracies have a, they're called conspiracies for a reason, because sometimes they're true, but... You know, Social Security, for example, is taxed based upon your outside income. So in other words, if you're living exclusively off Social Security, you pay no income taxes whatsoever. However, as your outside income starts to grow, then Social Security becomes taxable. Now, couple that with the fact that you are taking money out of a pre-tax instrument via IRA or 401k, etc., and you'll have to potentially pay taxes on that. Uh, Sometimes people get kind of double whammy, meaning that I, I take $30,000 out of my IRA to live on. I have to pay taxes on the $30,000, of course. However, my Social Security, because I wasn't taking $30,000 out of my IRA, was not taxed before. But now when I add in the thirty, not only do I pay taxes on the 30000 from the IRA, but I also might have to pay taxes on a percentage of my Social Security. So I kind of get this, this double hit. And the belief or what I'm reading oftentimes is, you know, it's the government's way of saying, well, let's let that get bigger and then make the withdrawal greater so that not only can we receive taxes on that, but we can also receive taxes on some of the Social Security income. 
Josh, pick our guest. You can get a free consultation with Josh and the Aptus Wealth team by calling 614-917-1040 or doing that appointment online, setting it up online, that is. Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com is their website. They're located in Lewis Center, just a little north of 270 and 23, but they are physically located right off Route 750. And then they do service many of their clients remotely. So you can be a client if you live in another area. Many people listen to this show on podcasts and via the app from around the country. That does not mean that you can't be a client at Aptus. does not mean you can't get the free consultation. My wife and I sat for it, enjoyed it, and we are now Aptus clients and very happy with what Josh is doing for us. So I saw a story on USA Today that said, is it time to start buying stocks and bonds again? And I sort of laughed because I thought, well, if you're buying them again, it means that you stopped buying them, or from my perspective, uh, worse, you got completely out of the market because people who tend to time or try to time the market don't usually do very well. Well, I think these articles, uh, much like the one about you know is Social Security uh, and the you know required minimum distribution thing, good or bad. Well, there's actually two sides to that coin, and there's actually some good benefits to them delaying the uh, minimum required distribution age, where it enables you to do more tax planning for a longer period of time, uh, lessen potentially your minimum required distributions. You just have to be on the right side of the coin there. Well, similarly here, you know, I think a lot of people read these articles and go, is it a good time? And the article is rooted sometimes, not always, but most times in uh, you know the fact of analyzing stocks and bonds and looking at interest rates and looking at price-to-earnings ratios and the status of the economy and determining, is it a logical and pragmatic time to buy certain stocks. But what I think the reader receives is emotionally, um, is it just generally a good time to buy stocks or a bad time? And that's just not simply the way it works. I mean, clearly, if the economy is doing well, it's a tailwind for stocks. And if it's doing poorly, it's a headwind. But that by no means uh, would be an indicator that it's a bad time or a good time to buy an individual stock. You have to do a lot more research there. So my contention would be, there are certainly times when you want to be a little bit more aggressive and a little less aggressive. Um, but you definitely don't want to time the market and try and pretend that you know when everything's going to go up and everything's going to go down, which, again, I think that's the the real danger zone of reading some of these articles. Yeah, and that's also, I think, why dollar cost averaging has been a winning strategy over the years. And the fact of the matter is uh, there's always, if you're right in your analysis, uh, the right stock to buy, even in a down market, the right bond to buy, you know, all those kinds of things. And that underscores the importance of, really knowing what you're doing when it comes to buying those kinds of assets. A hundred percent. You know, if we look at our portfolios, for example, and we see if you went through all of the different holdings, uh, whether whether it's mutual funds or it's ETFs or individual stocks, the performance differential amongst those is quite dramatic. I mean, some, some uh, holdings did double-digit positive returns last year, where others did the exact opposite. And that's why it's so important to understand where do you fit in the goal and risk tolerance category, what are you trying to achieve? How much volatility can you handle? And then what allocation fits the mold best to achieve the results that you want in the long run? And while dollar cost averaging is a great strategy, it is part of a much larger strategy that makes much more sense for you, depending upon what you're trying to achieve. Josh Pick, Aptus Wealth Management. Find them on the web at Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. 
Subscribe to Josh's YouTube channel by clicking on that YouTube logo on the website. You can also set up your free consultation by calling 614-917-1040. Listen to Josh and I on the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show, Friday night at 7, replayed Saturday at noon. We go through a lot of these concepts and get you set up so you can attain financial independence later on in life. Uh, What are you analyzing these days? What are you looking for? Trends in markets, those kinds of things, as we hear continually these uh, theories about whether we're headed for a recession and whether that recession might be really severe. Yeah, it's interesting as you look at these, they're very fluid because we don't know exactly what the Fed's going to do moving forward. And the Fed has a dramatic impact on the overall economy, particularly you know, we hear constantly they're trying to bring us in for a soft landing as they're raising interest rates to try, to try and combat inflation. Well, what they ultimately decide to do will certainly have a dramatic impact on bond markets, stock markets, the ability for companies to borrow money. The list goes on and on. So that would be one thing that we would be looking at that's incredibly important. Uh, just giving you one other thing that's always incredibly important is what do price-to-earnings ratios look like with companies? And another way to say that is how expensive our companies to buy right now. And sometimes that gets really outlandish. For example, if you wanted to buy the local, you know, uh, grocery store in your neighborhood, maybe the local Bob's IGA or whatever it might be, you're willing to pay a certain multiple for that, knowing that it's a logical investment. And that multiple might be five or seven, or maybe even on the high side, 10 times. When you have an explosive economy and a company that looks like it's red hot, think of Tesla and Amazon, those price-to-earnings ratios get crazy. I mean, you'll see them at 100 times earnings, which obviously is speculating on what the future of that company looks like, not what it's worth today. And in times of uh, economic uncertainty, you have to be very cautious about what you're willing to pay, because if the economy goes the other direction, you'll see investors correct their behavior very, very quickly, and those will typically be the first stocks that they exit. Now, you take those two things and then add it in, sprinkle in about another 47 different things, hmm. and that's how you end up making decisions, which can be overwhelming and cumbersome, which is why you know there's a huge value in working with somebody who does this for a living. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was going to say. That's why you need a professional, why I have a lot more peace of mind now that I have you on the case. Aptus Wealth Management, located in Lewis Center. Set up your free consultation, 614 917 1040. Their website is aptuswealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. We'll see you tomorrow for the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. Thanks, Josh. Great. Look forward to it, Bruce. Thanks. Well, you probably heard they're having the big uh, World Economic Forum over in uh, Davos, Switzerland. Played a little cut from... uh, Self-important former Democratic presidential candidate John Kerry yesterday. Uh, I don't have enough time in the show to play all of John Kerry's self-important audio, but here's uh, another snippet so that you can rejoice in the fact that he was never president of the United States. I mean, it's so almost extraterrestrial to think about, quote, saving the planet. And if you said that to most people, most people... They think you're just a crazy, tree-hugging, lefty, liberal, you know, do-gooder, whatever. Yeah. And and there's no relationship. But really, that's where we are. Okay. Not a crazy, tree-hugging, uh, lefty liberal, eh? Um, man, he should, have, he should have tackled Al Gore then before also another guy you can rejoice never being president went off on this topic. People are familiar with that thin blue line that the uh, astronauts 
bring back in their pictures from space. No. <laughs> that's, the, that's the part of the atmosphere that has oxygen, the troposphere. Uh, and it's only five to seven kilometers thick. <gasps> that's what we're using as an open sewer. If you could drive a car straight up in the air at interstate highway speeds, you'd get to the top of that blue line in five minutes. And all the greenhouse gas pollution would be below you. We're still putting 162 million tons into it every single day. And the accumulated amount is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima-class atomic bombs exploding every single day on the Earth. That's what's boiling the oceans, hmm. creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach one billion in this century. Look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? We would lose our capacity for self-governance on this world. We have to act. Yes, we do, because we'll lose our capacity for self-governance, which would be losing your power. We had a caller yesterday <laughs> that we didn't get a chance to talk to, and I'm, I'm going to paraphrase his comment that he thought Greta... You know who Greta is. Greta Thunberg. Yes. How thought, dare you? How dare you? He thought Greta should get with them and insist that instead of using the 1,000 private planes. Oh, I have to numbers to, on that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned 1,000 private yeah. planes on the tarmac out there for that great economic summit. And this caller indicated that maybe Greta should mention to them they should use sailboats. Yes, they should have a flotilla of sailboats. That's right. That'd be way more green. Also slower Absolutely. and not Slow, as luxurious. You could still get there. The exact of. number of private aircraft flying into Davos, 1,040 private aircraft. Well, Bruce, they got a long way to go. You can't sail from the U.S. over there. Actually, you could, but uh, 53% of the 1,040 private jets came from less than 466 miles from Davos. So they could have driven it in about uh, six, seven hours. The shortest private jet flight to Davos, 13 miles. I mean, that's like, you can't, uh, when you get up above the house level before you have to land, you take a jet 13 miles from Davos, 38% of the flights were less than 310 miles from Davos. So, pretty amazing. Uh, here is a news report from Davos that I doubt Al Gore would approve of. Well, there you have it. The final leg in the journey of the great VIP, whether he's coming from London, New York, or Shanghai. Your average oligarch does not fly commercial or drive in a bus. They take a private jet to one of the airfields we visited earlier, either in San Moritz or more likely in Altenheim. But, of course, that means there's still the hour or so drive. That's too much for these busy people. So they hop in a VIP helicopter and get brought straight here to this high-security helipad on the outskirts of Davos itself. There's police, there's security, there's military, all to make sure those oligarchs and billionaires get smoothly from their private jet to the private helipad into a private VIP car and whisked 
to a private meeting without coming into any contact with the grubby peasants. Yes, we can't have the grubby peasants. By the way, back to Al Gore, who said that the oceans were boiling. When last I checked, water boils at 212 degrees. Are our oceans that hot? This reminds me of the radio program director I worked for about 15 years ago. Now, he was given to, uh, well, he was given to tall tales to make himself seem quite important. And somebody happened to be remarking about doing a polar plunge or something at Christmas time. I forget, but it it induced this former radio uh, exec to say to a group of us, that's nothing. I once dove in minus 32 degree water. Uh, to which a friend of mine standing next to me quickly said, water freezes at 32 degrees. Not minus 32, 32. It would have dove into a block of ice, which would have explained some of the things this guy thought were good ideas. Uh, Now, also at the World Economic Forum, not just self-important former failed Democratic presidential candidates, but really super, super important people like Pfizer CEO Albert Borla. Now, all the security guards must have been busy escorting Al Gore and John Kerry to and from their next five-star meal because poor Albert Borla had to walk wherever he was walking to without security. And one of the news reporters who did the report on the private helipad and all this decided, hey, there's Albert Borla, head of Pfizer. i got some questions I want to ask you, Albert Borla. Mr. Borla, can I ask you, when did you know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission? How long did you know that without saying it publicly? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That question. I mean, we, we now know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission, but why did you keep it secret? You said it was 100% effective, then 90%, then 80%, then 70%. But we now know that the vaccines do not stop transmission. Why did you keep that secret? Have a nice day. I won't have a nice day until I know the answer. Why did you keep it a secret that your vaccine did not stop transmission? Is it time to apologize to the world, sir, to give refunds back to the countries that... Poured all their money into your vaccine that doesn't work, your ineffective vaccine. Now, this is bad when the uh, additional reporters start gathering the vibe of questions that Albert Borla will not respond to. This went on. He must have had a hike to wherever he was going. This went on for six minutes. Six minutes and 39 questions that these guys put to Albert Borla. None of which he answered, of course. But uh, that, I thought, was... An interesting circumstance that came out of Davos. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.